Hey, what's going on, guys? Big Duke here. One third member of the legendary group, The Hogsman. And you know what really burns my bacon are these dancing TikTok videos. Now, some of them are creative, and some of them are just dog shit awful. Like, no one wants to watch your shitty dancing, so just stop. You know, but now I just wasted 15 seconds of my life watching you be an asshole and think that you can dance and all this other shit. And, you know, what's that about? Just stop dancing. It's dumb. Anyways, time for the podcast. In the middle of the party, biscuit off me. Off me. In the cut, I'm rolling up my broccoli. My way, my way. Yeah, I know your baby mama fond of me. She fond of me. All she want to do is smoke that broccoli. From the land of the rising sun to just north of the border, strong style meets street style on this very podcast. With the Saitama Saint, the Osaka superstar, the mad titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. But double your pleasure, double your fun, because right now you get two hogsmen for the price of one. He's the hombre with no nombre, the hermano. From another Mamo, he's the world's greatest Rudo. <clears throat> El Numero! Uno! That's right, and you're listening to two of the three Hogsmen, Big Duke. He couldn't make it this week. He says he's going to try and make it on next week. But it is Monday, April 13th, and you are listening to Southern California's Numero Uno. Pro wrestling themed podcast. We're not the first to do it. We just do it that much goddamn better. And we are brought to you by 10 Barrel Brewing Pub Beer, Cheap Fun Beer. What's up? Boys, go ahead and pop the beers. I already popped mine. I want to put this over. Uh, I'm, I'm not drinking a pub beer tonight. I am drinking 10 Barrel Brewing's Clean Line Mango Hard Seltzer. New product. I thought I'd try it out. The seltzer stuff, it's all the rage right now with the kids. I don't know if you know about it. Yo, Mike, I'm running severely low on Cerveza. I'm just wondering when they're going to send me my uh, my six-pack or my 12-pack. I, uh, I heard if you go do a beer run, yeah, uh, keep the receipt, yeah, and they'll reimburse. They'll That's reimburse? How we're doing it. That's how we're doing it oh, right shit. now. All right, I'm going to leave the house tomorrow. But this hold on to that receipt. It might not come immediately, but hold on to that receipt. All right, IOUs. I like the way that works. All right, we are continuing. This is the fourth episode of the Quarantine Saga. And this uh, quarantine is starting to get really fucking old. Uh, I was talking to uh, a few of my my neighbors that we're friendly with, and I said, you know what, the the, the first week was kind of fun. It's kind of like everybody's uh, trying to make the best out of it. A lot of uh, Zooms and Zoom parties. And all that kind of stuff, but now it's just like it's Groundhog's Day. <laughs> it's yeah, Groundhog's Day. Man. Am I correct it on is, that? Oh, it, you're correct. Um, 
especially with a toddler, man. <laughs> it's like wake up at the crack. Literally, the second the sun is out, she's up. And it's like, now I'm up. Cool. Here we go. You dealing with that snacks first thing in the morning, coffee while you're asleep for the first two hours. And then every it's just complaining and crying and nothing to do because you can't go anywhere. Can't play at the playground or anything like that. So it's sick, dude. I'm living the dream. So it's a good dream. I didn't know I had this dream, but actually, I wish this was a dream. Is this a dream? Can you pinch me? I think it might be, hopefully. Uh, Anyways, oh, I forgot to mention, we are once again joined by the Lucha Redneck, the one who's uh, essential. Yes, yes. Hunter Freeman. I had a question to ask you. You remember that night we went to the OB Noodle House and we were drinking those uh, Timbrels? I forgot the name of that beer. What was the name of it we were drinking? Because I was trying to find it. Uh, you might have been drinking the profuse juice, I think. It was very, very citrusy. I think. I think. I think it was profuse, wow. profuse juice. Yeah. Hunter, it was good. It was a good beer. Shut up, Devin. Look at Hunter bringing that we, the, bro. Hunter, there's a reason we don't we don't let you talk when we're all in studio together. It's very uh, fruity. It's very citrusy. Uh, it's citrusy. Hunter hot just takes, bringing man. those hot, hot takes. takes. Hot takes. <laughs> can we get Can we get Hunter's hot corner? I want Hunter's Hot Corner for hot takes only. Can we do something with that? We need some kind of sound to go with it. Maybe like grilling. Like the, I, I know you worked with uh, JR before. Let's get some sizzling on the grill. Hunter's Hot Takes. I'm on it's, it, boys. Uh, it's, I'm very, on it. it's, it's very, uh, very citrusy. I'm here for it. <laughs> um, Happy birthday, Devin. Oh, Thanks yeah. And it, is, uh, it is the American Kaiju's birthday. Uh, Dev, how, how old are we now? How old are we? We are old enough to have retired twice and uh, and young enough to keep going. <laughs> Very stupid. Very stupid. Uh, Happy birthday, 30... kid. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I've got a green screen behind me again. I figured we'll just throw the merch table behind on the green screen. I don't feel like putting it up anymore. So uh, the happy birthday sign in front of the merch. Hopefully Wait, that looks good. So, so what, what birthday is this? What birthday? is Mine. You missed that part? Oh, God. <laughs> 33, homie. 30 33, that's F- it? That's it. This is the year. They say that you're supposed to get signed when you're 33, so I'll just uh, I'll keep my ear to the ear to the streets and see what happens. Oh, man. Uh, you know what this, this this quarantine thing, this whole, like, what? It's been, like, three three weeks now? Three weeks. Uh, Hold on. Let me put this over real quick. My wife for my birthday, right? This is what we did. So it was on Easter. Birthday was actually on Easter. Birthday. Uh, April 12th. He, he has risen. Yeah, pro wrestling tee slash American kaiju. Buy me a birthday present, dog. Uh, get a Hogsman shirt while you're at it. Um, Easter, eating nothing but, you know, same shit over and over again during this quarantine. Whatever you can get your hands on. We saved a turkey for, we we're supposed to do like a, I don't know, like a late friends Christmas thing. We never did it. We're like a New Year's thing and we never had it. And then everyone went on quarantine. So my wife came up huge. Made a big old turkey stuffing. Holy shit, dude! A thirteen pound turkey. I've got, I've got turkey for the next two weeks. Had it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I feel so good. We were out of meat, dude. We're out of meat. I'm so <laughs> pleased right now. I had, a, I made a Phil's barbecue turkey today. I just slathered it in some barbecue sauce and put some red hot peppers in there. I had some left. I ate like such garbage yesterday. I had, uh, I had chips and queso. Thank you. Chips, chips and salsa 
we had a we had margaritas going in the house with Patron Silver. Oh man, we had stuff. Just stu- you know, you can eat stuffing by itself. Did you know that? Yes. yes. <laughs> and a cake. Shit. A cake that's massive. She got it from uh, Nothing Bunt Cakes. This is gonna last. It should last two weeks. It will last until tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> hey, you're the birthday boy, man. You get you get to eat whatever you want. That's what I that's what I said, dude. Hey, what kind of bread using that stuffing? You ever do the corn? You ever do make cornbread stuffing? Oh man, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. Here's what you do: you get your cast iron, you put some cornbread, and you make it in the cast iron, and then you crumble that cornbread up and use that for your stuffing. Oh boy! Speaking of Jim Ross, it's in his cookbook. Look it up. That's that sounds amazing. So yeah, good. Uh, cookbook. Dev, Ted, and Hunter both coming with the hot takes. Real <laughs> hot takes. Just sizzling some for you. There you we're go. here for you. We're here for you guys. Don't hurt Thanks, for that. I can tell. Hey, you, hey, you're still gaining weight, man. How's that cooking going for you? It's going good, man. Now, now, now I'm gonna make me some uh, some dressing now from Ted's uh, recipe. Well, you oh, made yeah. your enchiladas last week. What's the last thing you made? Uh, what did I make? Jesus fucking Christ, guys! Tacos. Are you serious? I made tacos. What'd you, you make, want, it, Mike? You, you want to hear what I ate last night too? I mean, come on, guys. Let's move That's on. Just a wet, this. By the way, uh, taco is just a dry version of a enchilada. Enchilada is just a wet limp taco. We're done. Ted, we're done, Mike. We're, we're done. done, Mike. We're done. The past five minutes, edit it out. Goddamn <laughs> yeah, fucking cooking channel over here. Hey, El Numero Uno. The only thing you eat is Mexican food. Calm down. We're helping you. Anyways, let's move hey. on. No, hey, what happened to uh, how come uh, how come uh, our YBH over here didn't put over his his beef castle title on our uh, on our program when we had him on beef muscle muffle muscle beef uh, hog swinging heavy title? Uh, I don't know. He he messaged me uh, afterwards and said he was going to uh, talk about it tomorrow or the next day. Um, he he just sent me a picture and said this is what I got going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Who Hunter was that you? No. Did you just breathe directly into your mic? <laughs> no. Yeah, you did, dude. It was Layla. That, that was, was disgusting. Anyway, was so disgusting. Hammer, uh, he messaged me and told me about it the ne- uh, right after, and he was like, I'm going to make a do a promo uh, and put it on social media tomorrow. He didn't tell me exactly what it is. He just, he just sent me a picture of the belt, and I saw the promo. I think the idea is great. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. I'm, I told I uh, after he after I saw the promo, I t- I messaged him and I was like, "This is fantastic. I hope it works out. It's a great idea, especially it being charity." Um, yeah, it's gonna be cool, man. What do you think, well, Def? I think it was awesome. That's what I say. I'm kind of bummed. I mean, obviously, he had to do his own thing. Our our podcast wouldn't have come out. The episode wouldn't have come out until after his promo hit the air, anyway. But I just thought it was a super cool idea, and uh, I thought it would have been a good time for him to talk about it. But I was I I, I like it. I think it's really awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and when I saw it, I was, I was amped on the idea. So, uh, I really, so I, hope, I really hope a lot of the promotions jump on board with that. And I hope Absolutely. that the boys are down to, to win it and drop it and keep that thing going across the world if it can. Yeah. I think it's an awesome idea, especially on the indie scene. And, and, you know, it's hard to figure out, um, how the indies were super hot, obviously before, uh, the coronavirus hit and everyone got quarantined. And every now every state is on lockdown, right? At this point, yeah, first time in the United States history. No, it's it's all fifty states. It's the first time ever. Really? Okay, so everyone's on lockdown. No one can gather, right? No one can put on shows or anything. So I was trying to think. I thought originally, like, yo, as soon as this is over, the Indies are going to be super hot again because everyone's going to be dying for that live 
uh, you know, just that electric feel in the air. They want to vibe off of other people. They want to be yelling with them and bumping shoulders and just being fucking pissed off, banging on the ring, whatever it is. And then I was realizing, like, yo, a lot of these promoters don't have a lot of money. <laughs> so, like, if they're not making money on these shows and their their shoot gig gets shut down, I think we could see. I I, I think we could see a lot of promotions go away. I think I think we might see. Almost, almost like bringing back the territories where right now in SoCal, what, there's maybe 20 promotions at any given time. I mm-hmm. think you could see that get trimmed down to maybe five, five, because who has the money, who's going to have the money to run, right? If they're using their, their blow money from their, their shoot job, right? And they're keeping it afloat that way. And I've seen some of the people that they're bringing on. There's no way they're making all that money back in some of these cases. So who's, who's going to survive, man? Survival of the fittest. I, I, I think it's going to be scary. I think I saw that question get raised uh, right when the quarantine started that a lot of these promotions are going to fall off. But I mean, that's just business in general right now. You're going to have a lot of small businesses that can't make it through and they're going to fall off. I mean, and, and, and independent wrestling running an independent wrestling is probably one of these, the least profitable businesses there is, I'm guessing. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, who the fuck knows, honestly. Uh, I would imagine it's not it's not good business for most of these people. But um, the, the question is, if you have, if before, right, let's say two months ago you had four companies running every Saturday night, right, or every Saturday, and then a couple running on Sundays and a couple on Fridays, who's going to be running now? Are the shows going to be, instead of, you know, five shows, on a Saturday, are you going to start seeing one show and the card is 12 matches long? Like, there's a lot of workers out there, and I think we're going to see a lot of these promotions go away. So it's going to be real interesting to see who stays, who goes, um, and for the boys too, right? Like, what's what's going to come of that? I mean, I I know I have my turkey and my beer here. But, I have a question. Uh, yeah. So being everybody is in quarantine and everybody's super scared of going out now, everybody's wearing face mask and just taking all the universal precautions. So when we do get out of quarantine, my worry is the fans are not want to are not going to want to get out of the house. Bullshit. Thing. Yeah. Think bullshit. So? No, no, no. Yeah. Everyone's no. going to be over it. Everyone's going to want to get. Up. That's what I'm saying. They're going to. There's nothing like um, being at a live show. Oh, when's the last show you went to a live show that was just popping off and it was just an amazing feeling for all the boys? All the matches were great. The fans was great. Fans were great for everything. That's good for everyone. That's good for everyone in the ring, for their mental health, for the people out there who get to yell and scream and all this. So imagine now being, you know, pent up in a house with, I mean, I don't know, wife and kids or just kids. A lot of these people are, the, the, the biggest issue is right if they're losing their jobs because a lot of people are losing their jobs. So then now what? They're not going to be coming to shows. Been in, the Indies had done a great job, especially in Southern California. You look at like PCW and places that were getting ticket prices up to a hundred bucks for front row or more than that, right? 75 bucks, 50 bucks. And that was a normal thing, but who's going to have that kind of money now? And that's, that's, what's a little scary, right? Because it's like, uh, it's like taking a pay cut at your job, right? If your pay, if your job says, okay, well, we got to bring you down to here. You're never going to get that money back. You're never going to be able to tell them, well, I need to make this money again. It's just not going to happen. So what happens now You've already made the ask of the fans. You've already said, hey, we need $50 for, you know, third row seats with all these people that have lost their jobs. I don't know that you can make that ask again. I think across the board, entertainment 
uh, in general, you're talking about comedy, you're talking about uh, rock and roll shows, concerts, I think will be popping because people want to get back out and, and get back to their lives. And I agree. Normalcy. And I think independent wrestling will, yeah, some promotions will fall off, but you will have promotions that stay around. They will do great. And then over time, promotions are going to come back to the table. We'll all, you know, it might not be immediately, but eventually it's just like what, after every, uh, April, when everybody, when, when promoters get their tax returns, you see a, a new promotion pop up. Yeah. It's maybe, it's maybe only going to last one or two shows, but you know, independent professional wrestling will survive. Right. Right. And I, I agree. I think people will be there, but what, are, what's the price they're going to pay for these shows? That's, that's the question. And also, uh, on top of that, like how many people are going to be on, right? Uh, you're going to see a dip in, you're going to see a dip in people going back to training. You're going to see a dip in people being able to make some of those journeys themselves. Some of these wrestlers, right. That you can see that go, maybe go from state to state. If their shoot job got closed down, it's just, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, nothing, there's nothing wrong with weeding out. Yeah, you know no, I, I no, I agree. I agree with that. Listen, uh, if, if there's a uh, if there's a wrestler out there who's who, who's the shits, and he's charging ten, fifteen bucks, twenty bucks for a show because he's like, oh, I just want to be a professional wrestler and it's my dream. It's not about the money. Cool, uh, get the fuck out of here. I think every wrestler should, you know, this is a business. We're in a business. If you are, and uh, yeah, for the first couple years. You're trying to make a name for yourself. You want to be, uh, you know, you're living a dream. But then also you got to understand, you got to start looking at yourself like a business. What am I worth? And I know I'm better. The amount of training that I've put into this, my amount of time time and effort I've put into this, know your worth. What I think is kind of fucked up is that even though we're just on like a video call here, you looked right at Hunter when you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I was looking right at the box next to Hunter. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, right, I'm sorry. sorry. It was Ted. Ted. It was Ted. <laughs> um, but, so, I thought you were talking to Devin. My bad. <laughs> so here, here's the thing, right? Uh, so that's interesting. So I think the promoters are going to fall off. Like that to me is like, okay, you're going to see promotions fall off. And you think you could see that more with the wrestlers? I think it's going to be probably both. What's what's um, here, here's what I think will happen. Here's one of the things, right? With all these other companies that are going out, some of these, you know, businesses, some of these smaller restaurants, maybe I don't know. I've seen some stuff. Looks like there might even be like AMC was going to file for bankruptcy. Um, you're going to see some of the bigger dogs like come in and try to buy it, right? So you might see like I don't know if Regal's bigger than AMC, but you might see one of these like massive other uh, chains come in and try and buy it. I wonder if that'll happen with wrestling. So I wonder if uh, maybe NWA starts like, oh, hey, maybe now's a chance to we'll float them a little bit of money here for this promotion. We'll put them under our tag because I know they were doing that a while ago. I know. I know. Maybe it was like eight years ago. They tried to do that. I wonder if United will try to do that. I wonder if NWA will do that. I know GCW is running a lot of places before this. I mean, going nuts, right? They did Japan. They were all over the place. So I wonder if GCW goes, okay, yeah, you're going to run our show. If NWA says you're going to run our show, just put it under our banner. You got to have our champ on there and that's it, which, which is interesting. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. And I feel like from some of these predictions I'm hearing, it's, it's, it's going to be a long time before we get to step back in the, in the ring. You want to hear something real scary. I uh, read on consequences of sound this morning 
that they don't think concerts are going to be back until the fall of 2021. So fucking a man, who knows what the hell's happening? And what are we gonna? What, what is independent wrestling gonna fall underneath? Are they are are they gonna be able to to yeah, run? Yeah, because I mean, again, like you're talking about let the, venue, let the hounds out. Yeah, they're, they're like the who knows what the rollout's gonna so be. So wait, like wait, 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 are you twenty? And who knows? Are you saying that's a recommendation, or are you saying that the government would would oppose it's them an and estimate. say you? It's an but you're right but now. you're saying the government would would impose like rules like you cannot run. No, so what, that- what what I think it is is so prior to the full on lockdown, right? You had uh, nightclubs couldn't they might have a capacity of a thousand people, but they were like, no, nah, you're gonna put two fifty in there, okay? So I don't think they're just gonna roll out after this quarantine's done and, and all this uh, you know lockdown. They're not just gonna say, okay, bum rush the restaurants, the nightclubs, the concerts, all that kind of stuff. They might imply. Or uh, I'm sorry, not implied, but they might um, say, hey, you can only have 250 people in here for the next month. You know, we're going to open you up. You can open up, but you're only going to have two. your your maximum capacity is 250. And then we're going to go from there. And then we're going to work back into normalcy. It's going to be a slow all, build, slow build back up. And all these promoters are going to roll their eyes like we've never hit 250 in our lives. So yeah, which good. might not, which <laughs> might not, which might not affect us at all. Yeah. Wait, it did. <laughs> Did you cap it at 60? Okay, we're, we're, we might be affected. <laughs> hey, uh, if any of y'all talk to Benny, tell him that I'll man the thermometer at the door. Like, I'll just scan fools' foreheads, make sure they all don't got no temperature, and then come right in. We, no, 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 fuck that. This is ground zero. We do ass temperatures only, homie. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. Hey, I'll be there if you need me. Trust. <laughs> Dude, that's so, the stupidest shit ever. They're doing the forehead scanning at, at my work now. I go into work, they have to scan my fucking forehead for my temperature. It's just crazy. Anyway, well, sorry. what's funny is there. Theirs is just to see if you're a mark or not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Cena, get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on from this topic because it's completely. Uh, we're just uh, guys that are just talking shit right now about this. We have no idea about this shit. True. All right, let's talk about this. I watched uh, the Vice uh, Dark Side of the Ring Brawl for all episode. Am I the only one in here that watched that, or did everybody watch that? I did Dev- not see that. Didn't uh, see of it. Of course. Anyways, let's go back. But Dev- if you want to assign homework, assign homework. <laughs> but don't just like, hey, in your free time, did you watch a YouTube show? I didn't. I didn't watch the YouTube show. Uh, it's not I'm, YouTube. I'm, I'm sorry. You got, you've got a busy schedule going on right now. What is, um, dude, look at this fucking thing right here, dude. Let, uh, put something busy back here, Ted. Look let's, at that. Uh, That's so wild. The brawl look for how all, wild that is. <laughs> when you guys, I remember that as a kid. It sucked. It was terrible. It sounded like a good it. idea. I loved it. No, you didn't. Nobody I did loved it. it. No, it I was fucking so loved it. Dull. It was no, so dull. No, because I no, I wanted to see who was real. I wanted to see who was legit. Yeah. Well, all that build up and that time and effort that they put into certain characters, it just can in 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 one second of that of that first opening uh, round bell, it all went to shit. Well, in reality, and, it was a terrible idea. Yeah. I mean, let's say Bart Gunn, who won it and had just who, who could punch arm punch and it was it was strong enough. He had shit boxing skills. Right. Let's not say he was some kind of fucking, uh, you know, master pugilist. <laughs> I just remembered. Uh, we'll come we'll go to this uh, in the apartments I lived in at the time. We had a brawl for all for us while this was going on. And the worst part is we had like 
scarf, terrible, um, like boxing gloves because they're for kids, so they're like not legitimate boxing gloves. They're just like cotton, <laughs> like underneath was like cotton, and then there was um, sock and boppers, <laughs> and so I went pretty far in the tournament because I was I was bigger, taller, lankier at the time. And round, uh, round always round one. But my thing was this, dude. <clears throat> I was like those those little um, boxing gloves fucking hurt because it was just cotton. So I'm like, I'm just going to I'm going to bop you the fuck to the wall every time. Get them to the wall and keep them there. And just and it was funny because their heads would just hit the wall on the glove back and forth, <laughs> just like that. So I got I, you. I don't, uh, I don't know if I, I won got the you whole beat. thing, but I got you beat as a kid. We did the exact same thing, but we didn't have boxing gloves. We took pillows and wrapped them around our fists. And that's what we use is, is pillows. And oh, damn. So I hard. remember one time I, I smoked my brother. He left me an opening <laughs> and I felt really bad about it like afterwards, but I cracked him right in the nose and, and, and he started bleeding from the nose. I, I, I yeah, smoked him pretty good. Um, so anyways, the brawl for all was a horrible, horrible idea. If you watch that documentary, so many people got hurt. Careers got ruined, exposed. It was a terrible idea. The bottom line is everybody that was participated in that uh, brawl for all is like, yeah, it was a terrible idea. Bart Gunn should have gotten over. He should have had a left hand as a finisher after that. But they said, no, you're going to fight Butterbean. And anybody who's around our age knows who Butterbean was when we were kids. He was a tough man guy. Yeah, he did a few boxing matches, but he was a tough man guy. He could throw hard punches. And yes, he did have boxing skills. So here comes WrestleMania. Bart gets smoked in what? 45 seconds. Not even that. Yeah. Super, super short. And Bart Gunn's career is ruined. So here we go. Independent wrestling. Can you play Ted? Ted, can you play? There goes my hero. (laughs) There goes my. Thank you. Then here comes the independent scene after watching a brawl for all. And what's the first thing an independent, independent wrestler say? Let's do it. Let's have a brawl for all. Come on. So stupid. Get the fuck out of here. Hunter. So stupid. If somebody said, Hunter, do you want to be in a brawl for all? What would you say? I don't like getting punched in the face. Fuck that. <laughs> There's a reason we're in a worked sport. Okay. We're in a performing, uh, a uh, mutually agreed upon outcome. And it's so funny because you, you hear a lot of people. Yeah, let's do uh, let's do uh, a brawl for all. And it's like, you know how many people would get exposed? The exact same thing. You know how many uh, strikers in independent wrestling, uh, technical strikers, would get very, very exposed? If you're trying to be the toughest guy in pro in independent wrestling, uh, yeah, you're in the wrong. You're on the wrong business. Cool. So Hunter lives in the ghetto. Sorry, my bad. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. (laughs) Hide here, guys. Hide it. Hide the shit. Wow, dude. But uh, bad. Yeah, man. That was a. uh, It's so funny just hearing the tweets though of like people like, oh, let's do a brawl for all, and it's like, man, come on, dude. Like, get the fuck out of here. So here's the thing. You got all these guys that's gonna lose their credibility. But okay, I'm not gonna say that I couldn't last in a fight. But look how many boxers are out there that's got brain damage now. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. I don't. I don't want that shit. You know, I already get hit enough in the head by you half the time when we're wrestling. So I'm gonna have some <laughs> sort of brain damage. I'm just kidding. He's a shooter. He's a shooter. I already. Uh, I already shit my pants one in the ring. Once in the ring, 
I don't need to get knocked out and shit my pants at the same time. Exactly. My, that shit scares me, man. Like that, that concussion syndrome and stuff like that. Like, I had a concussion playing football when I was in high school, and that was worse enough. You know, like, damn that. I don't want any brain damage. I, uh, you know, I've been in. Quit wrestling. (laughs) What are you doing? Or, or Hunter. Or Hunter. Just tuck your chin. Exactly. All right. I got to go, guys. This is a good uh, good chat tonight. Uh, But, you know, I got into into fights as a kid when I had no idea how to fight. It was basically just kind of like, do what you got to do. And I'll say, man, I probably lost more fights than I won. And then I, uh, but I, there's, no, there's, and now that I do, I, I have gone to like training and I've learned how to like box and, and do Muay Thai, but I've, I'm not a fighter at all. I've gotten humbled so many times at the gym. I've gone up against guys that are uh, amateur boxers, MMA fighters, and it's just like, yeah, I'm in survival mode. So there's no way I would be like, yeah, let's do a brawl for all. It's like, nah, dog. Like, I know where I'm at. I know my toughness ability. What? What? Okay, so take brawl for all out of the equation. What's another terrible wrestling idea for a match that you could see getting tossed around? The you know what I? Too? You know what I fucking hate is the uh, last man standing. Uh, I hate that. It's, it's just so, a hardcore match. It's just a hardcore match. But it's also so so dull. Like the one, two, three. Four of the ten count. It's just it's just weak, man. I'm not. Keep a, going. I'm You're only at four. You're only at four. Keep going. <laughs> is there one that is there one that you want? Uh, no, I would like. I was. I, I thought the division X matches would take off because that seems easy. That seems like oh shit, that's kind of interesting, and um, you know we could build that pretty easy. And I I thought that would take off, and I think I only saw it at a couple indies. Um, but that would be a terrible one to me. I would love to see. Oh, I'm glad the six sided ring didn't take off. Yeah. Um, even though I've never been in a six-sided ring, I'm glad it didn't take off. Um, and then what's another one? I don't know. Uh, oh, 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 war games. I'm pissed that war games never took off. Like the two, the, the big. I know you. That's not a real war games. I'm talking about the big cage, the big, the one with the the roof on and everything. I want that. Can I, I tell you about that war games I was in? <sighs> Biggest Jesus. mistake of my life. Biggest fucking mistake of my life. Okay, let's talk about this. All right. I don't know what year it is, uh, but we're doing a War Games. And by, in the back, this is, uh, Ronnie Thrash. This is going to be his Promotion, last match. Promotion, people. What's going on? Oh, what's at stake here? Let's go. Put some people over. It's at SoCal Pro. Uh, and it was just the name of the show was called War Games. Uh, it was Ronnie Thrash, myself, Tommy Wilson, and I can't remember Nestor. Nestor, well, it was Tom, Ronnie, Tommy, myself were on a team, including one other person. It might have been Destro. And then we were going up against uh, Nestor, SoCal Crazy, uh, Anthony Idol, Andre, An- uh, Andre Makievsky. Oh, and uh, and uh, uh, Rennie, uh, Dark Usagi, I think was in there too. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. So I'm like, everybody in the back is like, I'm blading, I'm gigging. And I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm not fucking doing that, you know? So before uh, SoCal Crazy and, uh, and Ronnie Thrash started out, and Ronnie goes coast to coast <laughs> on his fucking forehead. He is bleeding so badly. And 
I can't remember. I think I went in maybe the fourth, fourth. I get in and there is pools of blood on the mat, like all over the place, all fucking over the place. And poor Steve Cravens, who, uh, who's a, 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 who used to be a referee in the Southern California area. Uh, he moved, he was the ref and poor him, man, had to keep hitting the deck for counting. So, uh, I'd stomp it out. One, yeah. two, just stomping. Yeah, forget so, it. So everybody's talking about, about gigging, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. Okay, so I get in the ring. And I, 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 go, I, I meet up with Makieski at one point during this uh, match, and I go, hey, go ahead and reverse me and throw me in the cage. Now, I forgot that Makieski was one of the stiffest motherfuckers <laughs> in the business. And so I, I go to throw him in the cage. He reverses me. And he throw so in the cage. There's a center pole right uh, on every every four sides. There was a center pole. He 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 takes my head and literally throws my fucking forehead right into that <laughs> pole. And I get I get I get hard weighed right right in my uh, like on my uh, like in between my eyes. I mean I'm talking hard weighed. And I and I go to the ground. And I, I just immediately put my 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 hand to my uh, to my forehead, and I see I'm bleeding. Steve runs over and goes, "You okay?" And I go, "I think I am." He goes, "Oh yeah, you're cut open, man." So I'm like, "Fuck." We still have a lot more of this match going on. Hey, uh, hey, Mike, just want to know when someone does that, you just put your hand up. You put your hand up and you uh, no, I, you soften yeah. the blow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just spit my beer out. It's it's called <laughs> it's called working. It's kind. Of, it's, kind of, it's kind of like it's kind of like that tuck in the chin thing, huh? Dude? Yeah, just learn to work, dude. You'll be all right. You'll get him next time. So, anyways, I go. Uh, I'm bleeding bad now, so I, I'm still able to to continue the match. And at one point, I go, "Hey, Idol, uh, I, I, he's in the corner." I go, "Flag me out under the cat under the cage." Flags me out, and I guess I, I don't know how it happened, but I got a huge, <laughs> huge gash in like my back on like the kidney area. So now I'm the I'm bleeding the uh, the most out of everybody. <laughs> Ronnie's bleeding, Idol's bleeding, Nestor's bleeding, everybody's bleeding. And this is the match I did that moonsault off the cage. Such and uh, I remember, yeah, it, oh, it was a terrible idea, terrible idea. Uh, it was it was disgusting. Thank God I've had multiple God. blood uh, blood tests since then, and I'm I'm clean. But it was terrible, horrible idea. So yeah, that's my war games. <laughs> All right, that's disgusting. But uh, hey, I, Dad, I you ever been, you ever been hard weighed in a match? Like, no, I've never. I, as you were saying that, like I've been in so many matches and at so many shows where someone gets hard weighed, I've never been hard weighed. I've had my nose busted a few times. I've had my lip busted a few times, um, but I have never been hard weighed. Uh, I've seen people take it on a turnbuckle multiple times. Not a turnbuckle, but the actual post and get hard weighed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some elbows at hard weight people, but I've never gotten hard weighed myself. Can I? Uh... I've I've gotten it multiple times somehow. You want to hear about this? Is a funny story, dude. If you Uh, learn to work, you won't have that problem. No. So I was I was working Derevco at SoCal Pro. Uh, We were doing I think it was just a normal match. We had a lot of matches, but I think this was just a normal one. So we're on the outside, and I go, "Hey, uh, his name's Brandon. Real name is Brandon." I go, "Brandon, go ahead and uh, just put my head onto that apron." So he goes (laughs) to smash my head onto that onto the apron. And anybody who's given an apron, uh, who, who's driving somebody's head into the apron, you know, you, you let up uh, at a certain point and let the guy take his own little, you know, I don't know, bump or whatever, his forehead on the, on the apron. 
So Derevko kind of gives me this little like last second push on the back of my head and my, my, the, like uh, where my f- uh, hairline is smacks the edge of the apron where an exposed board is. <laughs> and I, I get hard weight again. So we do the match, whatever. Uh, my wife's in the crowd and I go into the back and I'm like, ah, I'm fine. You know, and I just, I just left the job that ha- was covering my, my health insurance. Sick. Yeah, this is great, right? It's, 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 it's exactly the way it's supposed to play out. So I go, well, I can't go to get stitches. I have to, uh, you know, this is it. Like, basically, I'm just going to have to wait for this to close up on its own. So my wife, uh, I talked to her afterwards, and she's like, I think you need to go get stitches. And I'm like, I don't know. So she has a friend who's a nurse. And I'm not going to tell. So I'm not, I'll make a fake name for her just in case. Let's say her name is uh, Kristen. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, uh, Kristen's husband, his name is uh, Justin. He's, uh, he's working right now at this hospital. If you go there, they'll backdoor you and, and take care of you. So I'm like, okay, I'll go. She's like, you, but you got to get there fast because he's like leaving in like an hour. Haul ass to this hospital. And I'm, ta- uh, I'm texting with, uh, with this guy. Who, and he goes, yeah, when you get here, go to the receptionist. And ask for, say you're, you're looking for Justin. Uh, her name is, I can't remember what the hell her name was. Uh, Kristen Carol Baskin. or whatever. Or, yeah, it was, it was uh, Carol Baskin. So I, I walk into this hospital and I walk up to the receptionist area and I go, hi, is, uh, is Carol here? And she goes, uh, yeah, I'm Carol. And I go, okay, uh, Justin. Are you bleeding sa- out your face, right? Are you squirting blood across the floor? No, it's not floors? bad. It's, it's, okay. No, it's, it's not bad. <laughs> I go, yeah, uh, Justin told me to talk to you. And she, she's looking <laughs> at me. She's looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I go, are you Carol? <laughs> like, are you Carol? Like, you're Carol, right? And she goes, yeah, I'm Carol. And I go, Justin told me to talk to you? And she, go, and she finally goes, oh, yeah, 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 come on over here. <laughs> and uh and uh i go i they dude it was the craziest like craziest thing ever they walk me right to the back they sit me down in this office and the guy that i know comes back there and goes yo what's up uh, i go nothing man he goes uh did you win the match i'm like i probably didn't and uh he's looking at it he's like okay cool the doctor will be in here a second to uh to 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 staple you up and i'm like cool i'm getting staples and he's like yeah comes back the doctor comes back and he's like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" He's like a younger guy, and he goes, "Do you want, <laughs> do, you want do you want Novocaine or do you want me to numb you up?" Fuck and me. I go, "I go, is it that is it that bad?" And he goes, "No." Nah. I'm like, "No, nah, bring it, dude. Bring the bring the staples. I don't even need I don't even need the the to get numbed up, dude. Have you ever gotten staples?" So are you telling us you're gonna do hardcore matches now? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> have you ever Have you ever gotten staples like uh f- like to close up a wound? Yeah, I have. Not bad. Not yeah. bad at all. I had it up here. He just, uh, geesh, 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 nothing, felt nothing. And uh, he gave me the tool to take him out. He goes, here, take him out in about a week. And then, bam, I'm out. I'm telling you, 15 minutes in and out the door. Nice. And then, I, dude, so the worst part about it was me trying to take out the goddamn staples of my head. <laughs> dude, it was a nightmare. I, I, like, I could not pry these things out of, my forehead, uh, out of my forehead. It was nuts. But anyways, that's my hard, hard way story. 
Nice. Good for you, man. I'm proud of you. Anyway, uh, level up. Pro wrestling school teaches you how to work, not get hard weighed, <laughs> tuck your chin, all sorts of things. Dude, backyard's the way to go nowadays. Come on, you're fucking lying to yourself. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. But anyways, what else we got to talk about? I don't know. You said I was going to say something off of one of your... Oh, oh, uh, let's see. Hard weighing yourself in the cage, war game. Oh, I just said war games was going to be the... Uh, that's the one that I hoped would take off that never did. Oh, no, this is it. Okay, you were talking about Tommy was in the match, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. My so, trainer, Tommy Wilson. So <laughs> you'll remember this. So there was another uh, cage match he was in. Can't remember the match, but he decides at some point he's going to lay someone on a table and do a swanton bomb off the top of the cage <laughs> through the table. <laughs> and I'm here live for this. It was one of the anniversary shows, I think. I might even have been there for my birthday. He and, went through uh, a lot of tables. No, he didn't go through this table. <laughs> he laid the guy down on the table, scales the cage, and does the swan top off and completely misses. Misses the table. <laughs> misses the guy. And just, wham! Right on the ring. And you know gets up, and I, and I think he just takes them off and, like, pins them after that. Or something. <laughs> but it's it's on tape somewhere. So uh, I think Rick Ellis and I, maybe we're teaming that show. I don't know. But um, he he got this. He got the video. He paid for the DVD because he wanted it so much. And every now and again, I'll still get a I'll, I'll still get a, a video message from him of him just recording Tommy missing the swan tom and then him laughing his ass off like a fucking maniac. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. I think if I remember that. you can find that. that video, it's so good. I think I, it's, it's so funny. funny. Tommy, to, you knew Tommy for a few years, right? Like, you've yeah. known him for a good amount of time. He, I don't think uh, I ever worked him, though. He was quite, he, he was pretty agile for his size. Uh, he could do, like, a lot of uh, top rope stuff, uh, maneuvers and, and flips. And then as the years went, went by, those flips became a lot, uh, you know, a lot more... Uh, I say horizontal instead of vertical. <laughs> so, yeah, good old Tommy Bro, Wilson. Find good it. Good old Tommy. If, you can, if we can find that clip online, I want it so bad. It's so funny. It really is fucking hilarious. So good. I think I remember that match, too. Yeah, Tommy. Let's give a cheers Pretty, to Tommy. Cheers to Tommy. I got an empty Tommy. beer, but thanks for that. Now you're reminding me I'm out of alcohol. Tommy, Tommy. So Tommy was one of my trainers, and he was, he, Tommy is a, a nutcase, but that's what made him such a good performer in the ring. And I tell this to a lot of people. Tommy was one of the best performers, performers in the ring that I, that I'd been in the ring with. The guy could, could get heat or he could get over. He was just a great performer in the ring. So we kind of learned from our training though. Like, like now we're at training. What do we normally do now? We just get like, he used to do with us, just get us in the ring and just say, fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. And wrestle. Yeah, just wrestle. That's exactly what he would do. Good dude. Good old anyway. Tommy. Yep. Anyways, Cheers. what else, Dev? What else? What What other matches you hate? I I don't even like gimmick matches that much. Oh, dude. Oh man. Uh, so one, I had a match with uh Matt Twisted, and it was I I was wearing um I had a belt that would come off of my gear, um, and we had like a little feud going at at uh, West Coast Wrestling Company long time ago and I was pulling off my belt and I was whipping him with it and so we set up a gimmick match where it was going to be my belt on a pole 
And um, so we had the whole match built around this. They built the pole uh, to set up on the turnbuckle and all this shit. <laughs> we're, we're 30 seconds into the match. And someone, I don't even know what it was, took a bump, hit the ropes, whatever it was. And the belt fucking falls off. <laughs> of <the hook. laughs> and we're like, oh, sick. <laughs> so oh. we scramble for the belt. And then the next 15 minutes, just beating the shit out of each other with a belt. It was so terrible. It was I, uh, so bad, dude. Speaking of shit like that going going south and Tommy Wilson, there was I remember at SoCal Pro one time, there was a, a some kind of feud going on or whatever. I think Nestor handcuffed Tommy Wilson to the to like the uh, turnbuckle or something like that, right? And this is these are not real handcuffs. So, but Tommy's supposed to act like he can't help make a save or some shit like that, right? Because he's, he's handcuffed. Tommy breaks the fucking handcuffs in five seconds. In five seconds. So now Tommy looks like a god, the, the goddamn Incredible Hulk. And they have to figure out, like, okay, how are we going to save this? And how do they save this? I think Tommy had to hit Nestor with a chair. And uh, it's like, god damn, Tommy. Work it. Work it, man. Why are you yanking on it so fucking hard, man? Just act like you're fucking pulling. But yeah, that was funny. When, shit like that, man. If it goes south, it's like, oh, great. Now we now we look like jack-offs. Yeah, now I look like a real jack-off that day. <laughs> All right, so we'll hit the we'll get to the we'll get to the superplex and then we'll pull it I'll pull it down. No, we'll just hit the ropes and it'll fall off and then have a welted back the rest of the I don't know if I've ever had that I don't know if I've ever had a gimmick match like that go Oh, I. We were scared to death that the nightstick was gonna fall out the uh, when we had our ladder match. <laughs> yeah, but that was fine. But uh, I had actually I had that happen. Uh, Julius, Judas, and I we had a uh, the hair versus hair match, and we had a pair of clippers. You're such a pussy, Mike. We're not gonna go into that, dude. Um, we'll go into it. No, we're not going into that, Devin. Um, so we're supposed to have a uh, we're supposed to have a hair versus hair match, and. Uh, I bring a pair of clippers and I go, Hey, uh, Julius, at one point I'm going to go into the ring and I'm going to grab these clippers and uh, act like I'm going to shave your head. And then he's going to fight back. I drop the clippers. He's going to grab them. I fight back, you know, and we start fighting over the clippers. So your boy right here, Mr. Work goes for the clippers. I get kicked. I gently let down the the clippers and, uh, you know, start working. Julius <laughs> grabs these clippers and I, I, I cut him off and he must have like thrown the goddamn clippers down. Fucking motherfuckers expl- explodes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is kind of like a, an integral, integral part of this match, you know? <laughs> and uh, so I, I have him down and I go and I grab the clippers and I'm trying to act like I put them back together, but actually all I'm doing is just holding them. <laughs> and with uh, your mouth, together. they're going... <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, the, the 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 battery still worked. the 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 top part of the clipper came off where the actual blades are, or whatever. Oh, Anyways, uh, yeah, I was just like, ah, oh, this is gonna look like shit, and of course, it didn't on camera. But anyways, mm. yeah. But no, we're not talking about that hair match. I'm sorry. That's one thing, <sighs> or else we're gonna dive into some shit in in your past. Into my would, past? What? Yeah. Like what? what I don't know, but I'll. But I'll figure it out. We're not. We're not diving into that. Is this that, that big of a soft spot? A sore yeah, spot? Yes. Yes. Really? Very bad. Yes. Hunter knows. I do. For you? 
It was oh, bad. Jesus. It, it was bad, Dev. Don't bring it up. <laughs> oh my God. A, I don't. I don't XNA uh, a lot, but that we're not. We're not going into that. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Devin. What's up, dog? Ron, Ronda Rousey's got a lot of heat right now. Oh yeah. What do you think about that? Is it a work? What do you think? That's a work. I think so too. I She's think been so involved too. in the. It's so stupid. No one says that if you're involved in the business. If you're involved in the, who has ever been in the business? Name a heel. Name a top heel in the business that's been like, I I got sick of it because they booed me all the time. The fans were so ungrateful and they were so mad at me online. JBL. I remember JBL saying that all the time in all of his shoot interviews. I can't stick with this business. All the fans hate me. Blah blah blah. That's such bullshit. For anyone that's sitting here. Like the only person that does that is someone who knows how to work, who knows it's a work and knows how to work. That's the only person who does that. And it's hilarious that people are losing their minds over this. Yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty interesting that a lot of people were getting worked up over it because it's like, man, hey, man, if she wants to be a heel, she's part. She's friends with Shayna Baszler. Uh, yeah. Just setting uh, up next year's WrestleMania. That's all they're doing. Hey, man, go with it. Use that. It'll it'll sell tickets. It'll sell tickets. I met Ronda Rousey one time doing extra work. Very nice girl. Very nice. She mm. came up to, uh, she came, uh, this is right when she kind of uh, broke into uh, the WWE. And it was in Anaheim. And I remember I was standing next to Che and two other guys. I think it might have been like Owen Travers and I can't remember who else. But she she walked right up to us and was like, hi, I'm Ronda. And it was like, yo, what up? Uh, she was cool. Well, Very she, nice though. She trained at Santino's, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's so funny. She's she's working. They, I guarantee they have a match set for next Mania. That's all it is. So, I think so. I think it, I think it'll do good business L- too. It's in L.A. She lives out here, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, so I think that's what it's going to be, and it's it's funny for everyone who's crying. They got to figure right. something out for Becky, man, because she the, the heat is just fucking gone on that shit. They got to do something with that Raw Women's Championship because it is fucking lame currently. Well, did you see it at Mania? No one made a sound for her. It was crazy. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> it was crickets. Her run is dead, bro. <laughs> was it, you, could hear, you could hear a mouse pitting, pissing on cotton. <laughs> I've never heard that. That's oh, a new one. So- that's I think so that funny. I think that I heard that on Cornette's podcast. I love I love listening to Cornette's podcast. It's good stuff. Yeah, he that's talked my, about the brawl for all. That's pretty yeah. fun. As much as people want to like hate on like him being the old man yelling at the cloud, some of this shit makes sense, man. It makes sense, and I think there's somewhere. Okay, he's very old school, right? And then of course you know the the, the business has evolved, and you have a lot of the uh, the newer style of wrestling. If you if if you combine those somewhere in the middle, you got a great product. Unfortunately, it seems like nobody's willing to budge. Am I correct on that, Dev? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, sorry for coughing in your ear there. Um, I agree with that. I, I don't know that the newer style's not willing to budge. I think that it's it's hard. Everyone, we've had this conversation in training, right? And training the new guys, like everyone just wants to work their ass off and that's great that's great that you're hungry and you're young and you want to make a statement um but you lose something with the crowd at that point right if you're not working the crowd like it working the crowd and working character and getting people invested in you is just as important as getting them invested in the match getting them invested in your moves and be like oh this guy's sick i want to pay to watch this guy again but guess what dude 
if you were out there in a, you know, just an all, you know, those goofy outfits you see at like the the NHL games, right? Oh, you're in an all purple outfit and you're wrestling, you're doing the same cool shit. No one's going to care. But you go out there and you have a character, you have a, you know, an online show or whatever it is. People follow you. You have funny tweets. You have a gimmick that you stick with and you're, you know, worth you're worth actually paying for. Guess what? Time's going to come where you can't do that shit anymore in the ring or the guy you're working is hurt. Yeah. Or something's going on in the match where you can't do all this crazy stuff. You're hurt, um, and your character is enough to get you over. So it's. I saw a tweet. I think it was your super kick guy. Is that what's his name? Craig. Cozy super kick at cozy yeah. super kick. Yeah, Craig. He posted something. I think it was him. I could be wrong. The other day that was like, oh, name a a ro- name a WWE roster better than the 2008 roster. And I responded, and I was like, I'm talking about like characters here or work rate or what? Because I mean, I couldn't name too many people off the 2008 roster just off the top of my head. And I don't know that they were all, you know, selling out stadiums as much as they would have back in the, you know, late eighties, early nineties. So <clears throat> it just depends, man. Like there's, you look at, you look at, uh, you look at Macho Man, Macho Man had work rate and he had character, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's guys like that up and down, Mr. Perfect work rate and character. Right. Shawn Michaels work great in character. It's 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 very difficult to find those two. But there's so many guys that can work nowadays. There's so many guys that can just absolutely crush it in the ring. So just work on, you know, and then you got a Hogan WWF uh, great character. Fuck you. I don't have to work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. You figured it out, man. You figured it out. You know, Hogan is the greatest anomaly in pro wrestling. Mm. The biggest face and biggest heel at the same time. Guy comes in, starts gouging eyes, biting foreheads, scratching backs. The crowd is just is just eating it up, man. It's it's amazing. It is amazing. Well, look at Orange Cassidy, dude. I'm I'm, I'm not blowing that off, but I'm kind of agreeing with you there, right? Like he's not doing much, scratching backs and gouging eyes. But look at Orange Cassidy; doesn't do shit. And then he finally has one pay per view match with Pac, and goes bananas, right? And people mm-hmm. were, and that's worth it. They were, but they were invested in the character that he built a long time. And then when even when he did this stuff, it meant so much more. So yeah. there's, you know, there's there's an in between there. <clears throat> um, I don't know if it's more old timers getting involved in training or what, but there's there's something. And the people that figure it out are going to be millionaires, bajillionaires, yeah. billionaires. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> I think WWE is doing. I think NXT is is finding a good middle ground there. Um, you don't think so? I don't know. I think they, I, they were for a minute. They were hitting their stride pretty well. So. I don't know. Maybe. I. Uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what the next crop of of guys they release onto the roster and and see what happens, man. It's just, I think this uh, is this is a good time to segue into our contract talk. Well, we are the next group of guys <laughs> going out there and you know pending a physical. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, Ted, let's uh, let's do some questions. Yeah, a couple pieces of business. First off, uh, shout out Jake Atlas, uh, who is uh, part of this big thing coming. Just because you were talking about uh, NXT, that's our guy, Jake Atlas, California born and bred. Uh, also, wanted to shout out SoCal Uncensored, right, for uh, putting us over on Twitter earlier this week, along with at the Joshi Pod. Love those guys. And we asked for questions to come into and Charles, us. R3. R3 yeah, put shout us out. on his, uh, his blog. Super blog? Super vlog? What was it? Blog. Blog. 
Yeah, he threw some of our content in the super vlog. Awesome. R3. We retweeted that at Hogsman Pod. And uh, got some questions here from our guy, SoCal Gabe himself, sent into at Hogsman Pod on Instagram. Slide into the DMs. Couple questions here, but uh, yeah, I like this one. So it says, What's the most unflattering chant or heckle? Anyone on the podcast has received either during an entrance or during a match. And he gives an example of psychosis uh, wrestling with his mask off at ECW one night stand. And the crowd was chanting, put your mask on. (laughs) Fucked up. Uh, I think probably the most unflattering is just no noise at all. Right, Dev? Well, uh, <clears throat> I was gonna it say sucks. something snide. Wait, it sucks but, when you uh, walk out when you walk out to crickets. So it's like the most uncomfortable feeling. What's so funny is Mike gets that all the time. I've never dealt with it. <laughs> um, that I mean, that's probably for me is just no no reaction at all is probably the most uncomfortable feeling to me. I had a good one back in the day. It was sparkles, um, and I hated it at first. And I was like, oh, this is great. This is awesome. Uh, but Sparkles was one that I got for a while that followed me. Um, and I'm trying to think of another one. I can't think of another one. Um, what do you got, Hunter? Mm, well, I'm called the SoCal Redneck, but they would call me the sh- Social Redneck, apparently. I didn't, guess I didn't get that. I got a You Fucked Up chant one time. <laughs> that's a bad that's one. That's pretty good, yeah. Like that's why I don't do springboards no more. Uh, that's really it. Nothing too crazy. I've gotten some stuff during during promos, but that was on purpose. Go ahead. I uh, I walked out one time to a very small show. It was actually for uh, Movember, uh, something like that. The uh, you know, the thing. And this asshole in the crowd. He, he's a he's a kind of a regular wrestling fan at a, a lot of the LA shows. It was myself and Mandel. And they booked us as a loser shaves his beard match. And I, when I saw I was, I was booked against Mandel, I go, I, I, I texted Ricky like, what the fuck? You don't even have a beard. And he goes, I'll grow out some stubble. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So we, uh, we went out there and this guy in the crowd goes, oh, here comes the most boring match of the night. And it fucking <laughs> pissed me off, dude. It pissed me off. And I told the ref, go over to Ricky and tell him we're going. Like, no slow like pace, like, we're going. And we, we had a kick-ass match. And then at one point during that match, I got the crowd to start chanting, chanting kiss my dick, to the guy that said that. And so that was pre- I was pretty happy about that. So anyways, we had a, we had a kick-ass match, uh, finished it up. And as I'm walking to the back, I pass that guy. And he goes, that's the best match I've seen you in. And he was like looking for like me to like high five him, and I just fucking brushed right by him. Like, fuck off, dude! You're a piece of shit. Mm. Anyways, that's my experience. That's my experience. Um, Hey, shout out to Ricky too. He wished me a happy birthday. Texted me, good dude. Like that guy a lot. One of the best. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I I can't. Outside of that, man, I can't think of any other bad chance. Maybe like body guy. I get chanted body guy all the time because I'm so... That's that's me. That's me chanting for you. I'm so huge. Thank you, dude. That's me. Appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, All right. What else we got? 
Ted, anything, uh, any questions, anything you want to bring up? Yeah, well, I will say that um, four years ago this Thursday was SoCal Pro's ninth anniversary show, and I was wondering if you had a story for us here, Mr. Mike Camden. It says, uh, the line I pulled off of SoCal Uncensored says, the athlete Mike Camden pins SoCal crazy with that Scott guy to become the new heavyweight champion. SoCal Crazy sported a crimson mask before it was all said and done. You got anything? Uh, you remember this show, Mike? I think it was the Oceanside, SoCal Pro 9th anniversary, four years ago this Thursday. Yeah, it was a, a cage match. That was my first uh, uh, championship as far as like, so they had the Golden uh, SoCal Pro has the Golden State Championship, which is kind of like the uh, the IC IC Championship, and then uh, you know you have the uh, SoCal Pro Heavyweight Championship, and that's the big one. That was the first one I've won. That's the first heavyweight championship that I won. Uh, SoCal and I, Nestor, had a program for about a maybe like six months leading up to that. And it was it was a good match, and it was cool because Nestor was one of my trainers. He was my lucha trainer. We had a good match, man. The crowd was into it. They reacted to it well. Uh, Nestor went out went through a table, and that was that led to the finish. He 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 gigged himself. I remember that at one point he gigged himself so bad that he could barely see. <laughs> and uh, was he wearing was white it. gear? Was he wearing white gear? No, he was wearing his Bruce Lee gear, his yellow and black. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, I mean that was about it. Like, it was a good match. It was a solid match. Um, How many heavyweight titles have you been? Have you had? Uh, SoCal Pro. I've had AWF and WCWC. That's about it. I think three. Okay, cool. I uh, I think I've had three as well. Three. I uh, I think at one point I was holding. Uh, oh no no no. I thought I had SoCal Pro and AWF at the same time. And mm. then WCWC was like a complete surprise. Like they, mm. they hot shotted me right to that thing. And I was like, okay. Dude, well, when you come out to crickets, brother, they know how to put you over. Dude, uh, <laughs> give him a belt. That might help. That, uh, <laughs> I have, I have a pretty good story about like my first day at WCWC. Uh, but I don't think we have enough time this week to talk about it. Maybe next week. Yeah, let's um, save it. I'll put it in the notes for next week. But it was it was a pretty it was a hard week that was a hard weekend for me. Uh, that was right after I, I almost broke my ankle. Oh sweet! And I I had a lot of wrestling that weekend. It was nuts. Mm-hmm. Anything else, guys? We got uh, we want to talk about before we wrap this up. Uh, I I I feel like I've been talking a lot more than I normally do talk. But I will say that if you live in San Diego, we love Ten Barrel. Uh, they are our sponsor. Cheap fun beer. What's up? at drink beer sd on instagram uh they're selling groceries so i know that procuring proteins as devin alluded to earlier today can be difficult <laughs> uh but uh 10 barrel is selling groceries uh, you can order online there's a thing called the toast app or like i said if you go to drink beer sd sd is in san diego on Instagram, uh, you can just follow the link in their bio. I bought groceries off of Ten Barrel earlier this week. I was like really stoked, man. Allison uh, took care of me. Got an eighteen pack of pub beers. Got some penne. Got some spaghetti. Got some bacon. Man, they really uh, they got uh, 
take and bake pizza to go. I just want to throw that out there. You know, we love shout out Ten Barrel. There are people. Did did they have toilet paper? They sold uh, me toilet paper. That's that's okay. legit. I bought ten rolls. Bro, I got ten rolls we, of teepee off these people. We are down to four rolls, and we are scared. <laughs> Listen, Dev, I'm gonna smarten you up a little bit. Two things you need in this life. I got wet wipes. No, Metamucil <laughs> and a detachable shower head. <laughs> I got that too. I got there that too. Go. The, pro- the problem is my I don't know, wife I don't know uses why people, the damn thing too. I don't know why people freak out about like this toilet paper thing. I can name I can name almost ten fucking ways to wipe your ass without toilet paper, or at least and clean I, your ass without toilet paper. And that's why your white dog is brown. <laughs> that's why what? Your white dog is brown. It's got a whole stripe on the side. <laughs> uh, Dev, didn't you? Uh, we were talking. Uh, our friends over at Wrestle, Wrestle Calendar. Oh yeah, man, they got some stuff in the works. Actually, asked me to hold off on it until next week. Okay, so, so they got but, some stuff in the works, and I think uh, there's going to be some new things and features. And in uh, and, and before we hype them up too much, I think they want to do a test run or something. So. All right. Go check them out. If you're a wrestler, go check out Wrestling Calendar. Um, as soon as shows start popping up again, uh, you'll be you'll actually be able to search the shows in your area. So if you hey, what's going on? I have no idea. Go type in your zip code, and you can find you know whatever shows are coming up in the next thirty days, sixty days, ninety days, whatever. And then uh, look out for Promo Mania. Hopefully that will drop fairly soon. We're not sure about the exact time frame, but we are. The Hawksman are part this of it. week. It should it should happen this week. Um, I was told something was supposed to happen on Sunday, uh, where they're finalizing things. And I apparently I sent them like three versions of one of our, of our tag promo. So hopefully the right one airs. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're but, gonna lose first round anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> Check them out at uh, at promo mania underscore twenty twenty. Nope, that's Twitter. wrong. Can't get it right. What are you talking about? At, promo 2020 at promo underscore mania 2020 on All Twitter. Right. It's it's twitch TV slash promo mania. Hey, and, and just to show you how you sell tickets to this motherfucker. Like I said before, if I lose, if I lose at promo mania, I will quit Twitch forever. Forever. Loser leaves, loser leaves Twitch match. If I, if I lose, if I don't advance to the finals, either in tag or singles. <laughs> I will mm-hmm. I will get off of Twitch. I'll never go back on. You heard it here. All right. Let's take it home. Dev, do you have a beer? I don't have a beer. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for making guys. me sad. Cheers you. Happy birthday again. Oh, here's Happy my birthday. birthday. Yeah. Thanks, Happy, guys. Happy uh, 33rd. And uh, that's going to be it for this episode of the podcast. Thank you, Tim Barrel, once again. Pub beer, cheap fun beer. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and there's a whole bunch of other ways to listen to us. Dev, you got something to say? Yeah, rate us, right? Isn't that a good thing? Rate us, tell your friends. Uh, make sure that uh, you know you leave a review. Anything that could possibly get uh, the brand out there a little bit more, go ahead and do that. And then uh, follow us, Ted. Where can they follow us? Yeah, so we are at Hogsman Pod everywhere you are. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We have the Hogsman Podcast is now on YouTube. So highlights are available on YouTube throughout the week. Uh, HogsmanPod.com for several ways to subscribe to the podcast side of things. Tell your friends, especially if you're friends with uh, people uh, in booking and people who have wrestling promotions that are looking for talent. Uh, let them know how to listen to the Hogsman Podcast. And if All you're right. a promoter, if you're a promoter, just know this. 
every week of this quarantine, we have outsold your ass. <laughs> You've every fucking week <laughs> we put asses in seats listening to this podcast. We've got the numbers too; they're impressive. Yes, so, they are. Uh, just remember when you're when you're building that card for your uh, your show, your your comeback show. You want the, the hogs. hogs. You want, you want the, the hogs, hogs on the marquee. And all right, that's it, Dev. I'm cutting you off right there. We're done. Hey, Dev. What happens if they want the tip? <laughs> Gotta take the whole hog. Excellent. Adios, guys.